0: Reset, I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Now we often hear from listeners about conversations that we have on the program. You tell us how they made you think or how they made you feel and sometimes how the topic relates to the work that you're doing. And that's what happened a few weeks ago after we talked about what's driving the teen mental health crisis in America and how adults can help. Wendy Singer emailed us her personal story as well as a new guide that she worked on to help other parents and caregivers navigate their child's mental health challenges. She's the director of programming at the Chicago based nonprofit No Shame on You. And she joins us now. Welcome to Reset, Wendy. Thank you for having so, me. So good to have you here. So, a few years ago, let's talk about this personal story of yours. Um, when she was 11, your daughter actually experienced a, a mental health crisis. Can you tell us what happened? Correct. Um, we we have anxiety
1: in our family i gifted it to my daughter and it's it's just part of who we are um and but we were living life and going along along our way and covid hit and i describe it like i i'm a former camp director so i describe it as embers in the fireplace embers glow in everyone's life and we all have particular hot spots and really covid and the isolation and the experience of that really was like dumping fuel on Mm. that, on those embers. And for her, um, she started to isolate and act in ways that were concerning. Um, and unfortunately it became a crisis in our family.
0: And you ended up, At the hospital.
1: Yes, correct. Um, And when we got there, um, it was an extremely scary experience. Um, We didn't know what to expect. um, And after the experience, um, through my network of family and friends, I was able to get a lot of information. um, But one of the things that I felt was missing was something comprehensive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually got a job with no shame on you. I met with the founder, an incredible woman, Miriam Ament, after this crisis, and I said I wanted to volunteer. I wanted to be there for other parents who wanted to speak to other relatively level-headed humans Mm -hmm. about what had happened, because nobody talks about it. Mm. Um, So I wanted to be there, and um, we had a connection already. Working together through previous positions I had, and at the end of the conversation, she said, "I'm so sorry for what happened, but I'd love for you to join our team." And one of the first things I did was ask her, "Can we create this uh, resource?" And that's how it came to be. And a year and a half later, um, we created. Here we it. are.
0: Here we are. Yeah, but you know, your daughter. You you said that there were there were some signs and there were some symptoms that you noticed. Before that day of having to take her to the ER. Yes. Um, What were your conversations like, though, with your daughter? I'm curious how the two of you talked about mental health. You mentioned inheriting anxiety. Yeah. Did she already know that?
1: She knew that. And we were a very open family. And we talk about anything and everything. Um, But it was still a challenge because she felt that this was her story. And... It wasn't in, in our particular case, it wasn't reassuring. Um, it, it wasn't reassuring to her that others felt that way. She just knew that she felt that way and want, and as a mom, as a fierce mama bear, I wanted to fix it. Mm. And um, did you
0: feel that that helped you relate to your daughter's struggles?
1: Well, definitely. And it certainly flared up um, my anxiety um, as a parent because all you want to do is help. and um, sometimes you can't go as quickly as you can.
0: So before your daughter was in crisis, as you mentioned, you were trying to get help, but yes. uh, your family ran into some hurdles. Tell us more about that.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So she already was in therapy, um, which w- was set. Um, but when things started to decline after a few weeks, actually, we decided after consulting with um her therapist, and with my family, and with her school counselor, that we wanted to take the route of looking into medication, and we struggled because we could not find any appointments for months and months and months. Really? Um, we finally said, "Let's forget about insurance. We'll pay out of pocket, whatever we could need, to, whatever we need to do." And unfortunately, we still couldn't get that appointment um, for months and months and months. So we had wow. it on the books and just hung on tight. In the meantime, what are you doing? Floundering, you know, really floundering. It it was scary, you know, taking her to more therapy appointments, um, trying to juggle being a full-time staff person, um, working. Um, We were homeschooling while working, um, and it was a
0: frightening, scary time. Something you said to us, too, is that, you know, as you were navigating through your daughter's mental health challenges, you felt alone.
1: I felt totally alone. And although people talk about it and we're open about, you know, maybe their kids struggling with this or that or health issues or, um, a variety of different things. I never heard about anybody who ended up in the ER. So to me, this was completely foreign territory. And we made the decision to to bring her there when we felt she wasn't safe at home. And um, I had no clue what to expect, what was going to happen in the ER, um, what was what were options. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really frightening. When you go and get a colonoscopy, say, you know, you can Google and get a whole guide on what to expect. That's true. What's it going to feel like? You know, how long is the prep? What happens afterwards? And
0: as mom, I think you want to also have the answers for your child who's also confused about what's happening. And you didn't. Absolutely.
1: And all you have in your head is what pop culture shows and and what's in the movies. And um, it was a
0: scary and frightening time. The reality is, though, that you are not alone, right? As we've discussed here on this program, there are many parents out there who have a child or children struggling with depression, anxiety, and uh, persistent feelings of loneliness, right? Yeah. Hopelessness. You wanted to create that guide for other caregivers who who were going through the same experience as you. Tell us a bit more about how everything came together.
1: Sure, so as I said, I mentioned it to our founder on the very first day when when we started, and we put together some drafts, and then my amazing colleague, Dr. Anat Geva, who is a psychologist and does curriculum development for No Shame On You workshops and trainings and resources, really took it to the next level. And then we shared it with uh, our team. Uh, No Shame On You has an incredible advisory board of Mental health clinicians in different areas and fields, um, youth directors and different organizations, and community leaders. And they took a peek at it and helped us tweak it and mold it and, and make it into what it is. And everything today. took about
0: a year and a half, right? Yeah, took time. Took some time. Yeah. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, our guest is Wendy Singer, who's Director of Programming at No Shame on You. That's a Chicago-based nonprofit focused on removing the stigma around mental health conditions. And we are discussing the group's new comprehensive and free guide for parents and caregivers on how to respond when a child is experiencing a serious mental health challenge. So, Wendy, what exactly is in the guide? So it is comprehensive
1: there are many different parts of it. One, we start with how common mental health challenges are. We include statistics such as 50% of Americans will experience a mental health disorder in their lifetime, um, which is, to me, one of the most shocking statistics when I got into this work. Um, We also include um, signs and symptoms of of things to look for. Mm -hmm. Um, We also include different levels of care. Um, When I went through this, I knew there was traditional therapy, and I, I knew. Knew what I saw in the movies, and I had no idea that there was a continuum of care in between mm-hmm. of different types of levels of support. So, I really want we really wanted people to know about all this what yeah. does it stand for? And even though it might say there's a partial hospitalization program, you can read this guide and understand that it's not in a hospital often, you know, it's in a comfortable. Um, Nonprofit type setting. Yeah. Um, the other piece that I love about the guide are some practical things, um, such as what to take to the ER, a checklist, what to expect that you might be there. You're not going to be there for five hours. You oh, could be great. there for you could be there for two days until a bed opens somewhere. Um, so, I th- very practical advice. And finally, my favorite part of it is there's a series of vignettes and and parent to parent advice that really keeps it real and says, "Listen, this is hard. It is challenging." But this is normal, and things will ebb and flow. Yeah. And um, th- those pieces really resonate with me as yeah, something that's a great that I needed. Addition. I needed that. Yeah, at the time,
0: that's a great addition. As you were talking, I'm, I'm thinking of a close friend who's got a, a teenage daughter who went through a similar uh, experience as you and yours, and didn't know early on that medication was an option. Right? Absolutely. There There are just so many questions. So many she questions. Had, and um, is that okay? And and, and so, so much many... that didn't get revealed until things had gone pretty far. Exactly. And it's one thing to um, to create resources like this, Wendy, but talk about the access part of this, right? Why is it important to provide mental health resources for free? That is a huge piece for us. We want this guide
1: to be accessible and free to every human being in America. Um, we think it's a great guide, not only for parents and caregivers, but feedback has been wonderful from different school um, social workers who say, this is incredible. We can, we can share this with our educators so they can understand what's going on with our students. Yeah. Um, it's also wonderful for friends and family to understand what kind of programs are out there if you have a loved one who's gone through it. And we want it free and accessible and
0: open to anybody. What are you hearing from parents and, and school counselors now?
1: Yeah. So in addition to that f- awesome feedback from, from school social workers, um, we've had parents say, thank you. Thank you so much. This is a roadmap um, for me that I did not know was available. Um, and people are thrilled um, who um, work with kids because they just want to help when parents come in your office and they're and they're upset and anxious and they don't know what to do here is something that you can hand them a a tangible thing um
0: and you can give Templates come in handy oh my gosh
1: oh my gosh yeah just (laughs) we want to help here's a resource absolutely um so the feedback has been tremendous we've had um Within the first couple weeks, over a thousand reads and um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of downloads from across the country. Oh, that's Um, great! And it's for anybody. It's not specific to the Chicagoland area. It's really a a national resource.
0: How's your daughter now?
1: Thank goodness, she's doing fantastic. She's a rising freshman. She got her first job this past summer. Wonderful. She's going to summer camp next week. What's she doing? Um, she works at a farmer's market at a booth, her favorite booth. So. We're enjoying it, and um, she's in a good place, and we know, um, you know, I'm thankful that I I have a positive outlook typically on life, and I'm thankful that this happened at a little bit of a younger age, so we have the tools and resources in place for her throughout the high school years.
0: Yeah, that that positivity is going to rub off, though. Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, before I let you go, Wendy, uh, what's your message to the parent listening to us right now that feels alone? And they're trying to help their child cope with mental health issues.
1: My message is no shame on you has your back. You're not alone. Mental health challenges are common. They're part of life, just like any kind of hiccup that you have. And there are, thank goodness, we live in a world where there are some incredible resources um, and a variety of different treatment options and um Come check us out. So, so if you need anything,
0: Wendy Singer is the director of programming at the Chicago-based nonprofit No Shame on You. Now, you can find their free guide on navigating your child's mental health challenges at no shame dot org, and that's you spelled with just the letter U. Correct. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Wendy. Now, if you are a loved one that you know is struggling with their mental health, you can call the nine eight eight Suicide and Crisis Lifeline.